is David from Artusia, and you're watching the Brutally Delicious Podcast. for joining me i appreciate it before we yeah, even man. get before we even get started in our artusha is that how i'm pronouncing it artusha what artusha. you got um why do you What's think up? why do you think richmond is such a a hotbed of metal because it's unlike a lot of other cities i think in the u.s right yeah it's you know the scene in richmond for me even from a teenager to now um i really feel like it's had its ups and downs, but it's always kind of been there. Um, so, you know, a lot of cities probably go through where they, they may not have much of a scene or might not have ever had a scene or much of one, but we're, it, it feels like a little bit of a blessing that we actually have. We feel like we have one here for sure. <laughs> definitely a really, really cool scene. I mean, you know, from a really yeah. good, like, I don't know, small club scene all the way to, you know, Lamb of God, Grammy winners and that sort of stuff. I mean, but there's a lot of in between and even, you know, just like I said, like Canal Club or Strange Matter kind of bands. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, there he is. You know, we, uh-oh, you and Cody? He's connecting now. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, we dig it. Uh, it's, it's, I feel for, I feel for bands that, are you know uh, getting put together and stuff and they're so far away from the nearest city or something like that that would just be such a pain in the butt i feel yeah. i feel for bands that have to go through that it's nice to be able to go um we got richmond uh fredericksburg's got a little bit of something going on yeah um you know you got down towards the beach you got a little something there um so i mean there's there's places all over the state that have been warmly welcoming us so we're we're stoked that we're you know able to right able to have all that right around us <laughs> awesome hey cody how are you hey what's up man hey, hey. Thanks. thanks for joining us i appreciate it right on man where are you in the richmond area i'm in mechanicsville uh, i'm actually just outside of richmond in like um east end of goochland oh okay so we're all pretty close we, oh, were just, yeah. we were just talking about why we think the uh, the Richmond scene is so strong in the in the metal world, even, you know, from the underground all the way to the the big Grammy winners. It's a really hardcore metal scene. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's um, it's so many good bands. <laughs> yeah, so just uh, a lot of good bands with a lot of good down to earth people. And that's kind of what, what drives all of that. Yeah, and decent venues to play in too. I mean, there's there's all kinds of cool venues to play. Yeah, yeah for sure. All right, so let's talk about the band then. So, I've listened to uh, Death to Life, and I've listened to some other stuff. Very, very groove metal oriented. When you guys are writing, are you writing like with the live setting in mind, how it's going to come across on the stage, because it has that sort of groove to it, or are you writing the song for the song's sake and then adapting later on? um i can say right off the bat that i didn't used to write for the stage i used to write more so just for the sake of the song because it was like a personal thing but then once you go on the stage for quite some time and you start realizing oh this song that i just adore and love everybody's just standing there and you're like well i just didn't go over very well so now you know i feel like if, you know for the very most 
part of it is definitely something more personal you're writing to just be writing it but you are keeping in mind hey you know we're we're getting we feel like we're getting better as far as the stage band goes and um we feel like that's one of our strong suits so we we really we've really started to pay a lot more attention to that and um so yeah i think it's now it's probably a 60 40 50 50 thing for sure between those two okay i talk to a lot of bands and especially nowadays everybody's doing stuff like remotely and they're not even in the same state you guys seem to all be in the same area so are you able to take advantage of being in a room and bouncing stuff off each other or is that not a thing oh definitely yeah definitely we um you know we rehearse right now just consistently we have one day a week that we all get together um and then there's other days during the week that we're recording or doing different things with different members but yeah we we uh you know when we first got this kind of back up and going we had played in this band years and years ago but obviously life and different things happen and right we had to get focused and whatever, but now we're in a place where this is a much higher priority for us. And, um, you know, Brian, our bass player, he used to live in Alexandria and he used to come down, I think, uh, every two to three weeks. So we had a, a system, you know, whatever worked worked. And, right. and, but now he's local here. Uh, everybody's roughly 45 to an hour from the studio. So we're able to make the one day a week thing work and do a lot of writing here just riffing around right. on my own and then kind of um, the other 50% of it gets hashed out in the room with everybody. I think at least from my perspective as a music connoisseur or whatever music uh, consumer, it definitely shows or there's a difference and it's, it becomes more organic and more immediate. I think when it's done that way in the studio, like it used to be done in, you know, the eighties or the seventies before you had, mm -hmm. Zoom or Dropbox or any of that shit. Do you agree? Mm. Yes. Oh, I agree. Yeah, sure. I, I can definitely see it. Cody, you take 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 that one a little bit more. Yeah, definitely. Just being in the same room with the guys, and it's um both of the bands that I'm currently in. We kind of bounce tracks back and forth, but yeah, it's nothing like being in the same room, being in the same like feeling with that noise and feeling it out with your guys, and just kind of seeing where it's gonna go. A lot of the times, the songs take just way different. Um, avenues and just kind of different inputs depending on you know how you might be feeling that day and it might kind of take off in a different way so it's just it's really important to be in the same room to me at least and kind of feel it it's it's hard as a drummer to um play with uh just ears i guess and not have that full-on feeling i mean i know everybody's got to do it differently and what what worked for you guys you know may not work for the next band but i definitely think you can hear that in the final product you know when it was actually written that way if that makes any sort of sense yeah that makes sense it does i i feel just to elaborate on a little bit i really do feel like technology is great it, it's it can be used in a lot of great ways but there is that part of you that gets a little uh, like start leaning on it too much and then you can really start taking some of the flavor out of it um it, to me um so we we try to use technology in different ways to, to make our lives easier, but we try not to do it to where we're, you know, completely taken away from the organic process. Because in the last probably six months, I think we've really, really grown to love more of the organic process um, because guys want to be more involved 
and a lot of the older stuff that was written, like you could probably tell Death to Life has a much different flavor than a lot of the stuff before it. Um, and that's probably where we're heading. But it, it's just one of those things where, you know, a lot of that stuff doesn't happen. Sound just like that if we're not doing that together versus the song sounds like what I wrote or what Cody wrote or, you know what I mean? So, right. Oh, that makes sense. Do you, uh, yeah. do you have a, a takeaway or something you want your fans to walk away from with after listening to, uh, you know, one of your records or Death to Life, the new single or however? Is there something like a big takeaway? For me, uh, my overall goal in music is it's a form of expression and feeling and emotion, but it's also, to me, music's helped me through life and just in general, whether it be as a teenager or whatever, those are tough years in lives. So for me, if, if somebody, especially a kid, teenager, whatever, can put a song on of ours and likes what we're doing and kind of can identify with something that we're saying or just the music itself and it resonates and helps them not to hurl themselves off a bridge or something. Right. And to me, that's what it's all about for me. Um, and other than that, I just want to just positively affect someone in some way. I think this kind of music more so than any other genre, like not like pop genre, you don't find that country has more of that yeah. connection and more of that feeling and more of that family sort of, uh, Mm. sort of vibe wouldn't you say yeah for sure yeah elaborate on that man yeah it's um i mean any good scene that you find as far as the metal and the heavier music goes it's always based on um friendship like you said family people you know offering their houses up to bands to stay at or bands jumping on bills it's just always based on a big um family atmosphere and kind of surrounding yourself with people that you want to be around that'll help you succeed in everything that you want to get done. I don't think you find that yeah. in, uh, you know, I don't think you find like that pop family or that country family, or there's something very different about the dark heaviness that brings us all together somewhere. And I think it gets in your yeah. skin or in your DNA. Like when you're young, like for me, I remember yeah. walking into a record store and seeing diary of a madman on the wall and was like, holy shit, I just like the cover, but when I took it home and, you know, the first riffs of Over the Mountain hit, that's it. It was, I've been addicted since, you know, chasing that, yeah. chasing that dragon forever. Do you guys have a, is there a, a record or something that you remember that got you started on this journey? Uh, ironically, uh, a lot of people think that this is the downfall of the band or close to it, but the Black Album, um when i was a kid my sister um uh, no no disrespect to metallica there at all I, I, but anyways yeah my sister uh loaned me a cassette tape of the black album and uh yes kids there were cassettes and before that there were other things <laughs> so yeah so but long story short she loaned that tape to me and i think i burnt that thing out man and i think for the next few years of my teenage years i was like fanatically loyal to Metallica and love that sound and it was like yeah. there's nothing that could beat that for me and I still have my moments in time even in my adulthood where I'm just like man when I hear Justice come on that because that's probably my favorite record of theirs yeah. and when I hear that record come on it's just got that vibe to it it's really moody because Cliff had passed and you know mm -hmm. just a lot of different stuff and I was just like you know 
because I think it was that uh, when we were at Bandito's, uh, Cody, uh, when we were on the other side of the bar side, and they played a little bit of stuff from Justice, and I was just standing there like, damn, I don't think there's a band here tonight that got my blood flowing, not even my own band. <laughs> <laughs> Listening to a song from Justice that came on, it's I was awesome. like, it just took me back. It's also very weird that you mentioned that because I think music has this really weird way of you hear a song and it connects you to something like the first time you heard it or or sitting in the car in your family's driveway. It's it's immediate and it's like vivid. Yeah, that that built a big connection with me and my dad. There was a big disconnect between me and him at a younger age because he worked. He was a roofer and he worked like seven days a week. Right. And um. So, and, you know, as a parent, if you're that tired and you get home seven days a week, you really don't have a lot of mental real estate to, for right. kids and everything else. So I understood it as I got older. I didn't when I was younger. But I remember playing that Black Album tape for him in a rental car that he had. He had just <laughs> happened to get something. And I remember that, like you just said, I remember that memory of sitting in our driveway and he was like, yeah, that's, that's pretty good. And, you know, he was big on like ACDC and stuff sure. like that. And so Metallica was just a natural step up there for, for him, I think. And then that became his favorite band and my favorite band. And then later down the line, ran into Gojira. Now that's his favorite band. Nice. That's been my favorite band for a while. You know, it's, it's just, it's funny. That's great. Uh, what do you guys have planned next? Are you uh, planning on taking this out on the road at all? Or is that not an ish- not a thing yet? Yes, definitely. Um, we're working on some things. Uh, got a got a tour coming up. I guess I could say that much. Um, so we're really looking forward to that. Um, we officially decided uh, two or three months ago, I think, that instead of this year of putting out singles, you know, like we had done last year or right. trying to do, um, we decided to go ahead and put out a full EP because. Um, you know there's a lot of talk about albums are dead or whatever and i'm like they're definitely not dead in rock music that's not the case um you you look at pop music or something like that and yeah i mean it's just single whatever but for rock music that's not the case and for me it's just so annoying if you do find a band that you really love and they're still fairly fresh or new and then they're you know they only have like two songs or you know, or whatever it is. And I'm just like, man, yeah, I feel like we're sitting in that right now. So we really want to get more material out sooner, drop the EP and then roll from there, do a bunch of music videos for it. I think, you know, I I see that the the music business had to reinvent itself, especially how we lived in the past two years. And, you know, I see the single route, but like you said, I am, I'm old school and I want that physical media and I want to, I want to read the liner notes and where you tracked it and who you thanked and you know all that stuff yeah. how you sequenced it because there's a sequencing art as well right yeah definitely i i miss that too you know just like talking about like say metallica or something looking at right. the booklets yeah. and you know that's how you got to know a band back then because we didn't have computers or whatever right. so um but yeah it's definitely a thing sweet so if fan, i know i told you uh i had a one o'clock so i'm gonna have to jet shortly but um if fans want to find you uh, can you give us your socials and all that kind of stuff? Sure. Yeah. Um, we're on Facebook, Instagram, fans uh, in town is an app to follow for concerts. Um, our website, artusia.com. Um, go to get to the merch and everything from there. 
Um, we don't do Twitter. Um, it's too many. Am I missing anything, Cody? <laughs> uh, no, I think that's it. Um, you, you, YouTube, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. 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 YouTube and um, follow the band and my company TLP Films on YouTube too. Instagram, yeah. all that jazz, shooting videos and stuffs. Oh, really? Yes. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. So you yeah, guys, he, he actually, go ahead. Sorry. He actually filmed the. Uh, he actually filmed that to life the music video. Oh wow! Uh, for the most part. Nice. You guys are local. It's so hard we'll to do that to... while you're in it. Yeah, <laughs> I imagine. But you guys are local. We'll have to catch up uh, or a beer or something, and uh, you know, talk a little more. Absolutely. Or even yeah, once once we beer. get to full openness, maybe we can have you over to cook because we're starting a new season June 1st. So, Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, we just cook in my kitchen. Bands come by, tour buses or whatever, and cook in the kitchen, and we just chat like this, except we're making, you know, grandma's hamburgers or whatever. Oh, that's Thanks. great. So anyway, I appreciate you taking the time before. Hey, everyone. This is Tuck from Fit for a King in Off-Road Minivan. Every week I bring you fun interviews alongside your favorite metalcore entertainers with my new podcast, Get Tucked. Join me every Monday with bands like Counterparts, Crystal Lake, like Moths to Flames, and many more. We play unsigned and undiscovered bands, deep dive into each artist's history, and of course provide the greatest breakdowns in current metalcore. Tune in to Get Tucked every Monday, out now through Sound Talent Media.